couple shots before we get started with the podcast. Okay. You are listening to Black and Behind the Scenes. Okay, all right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. And thanks for joining us. Yay. We missed you guys. Um, so what's going on, Brittany? How was your week? You know, at this point, we just every day, one day at a time. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's all I can ask of myself at this at this <laughs> point. It's getting to that season where I'm just feeling slightly overwhelmed. Mm. Um, the weather and stuff like that. It's or... the weather. And uh, it's everything. So, like, it's the holidays. Yeah. And everybody literally in my family's birthday runs from October to January. Oh, wow. Okay, so, yeah, that's stressful. It's a lot of money out yeah. of my pockets, mm-hmm. including Christmas. Mm. So. Yeah. But it comes every year. And I was thinking earlier today, I should just start a savings account and just start putting money into an account specifically yep. for yep. birthday gifts yep. and stuff like that. You know, to help your sanity. To girl, help because a... I'm just like, dang, every year these people's birthdays, <laughs> Christmas is the same time. And every time I'm be like so overwhelmed <laughs> with all that I have to do, all that I have to buy. And then, of course... You know, something always is going to happen. Like, I need some new tires. So, oh, just one day at just, a time yeah, over here. Adulting. Yeah. It's uh-huh. fun. <laughs> yeah, girl. I know how you feel. Like, this weather is not helping. And I, my coworker was telling me today, he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to get a lot of snow this year. I was like, don't tell me that. I don't want to hear that. Like, I'm not, I'm not here for that. No, I'm just, not ready. Come on. Like, really? Early in the morning? <laughs> you got to tell me that? <laughs> But yeah, girl, so I feel you. I completely feel you on that front. What about you? What's going on with you? <sighs> nothing really. Um, nothing in particular. I just, um, I have, I just need a, I need a break. I need a creative break right mm-hmm. now. Um, I'm just feeling um, like a little hamster in the wheel to keep going and going yeah. and going. And sometimes you just need a break just to chill out for a second. Those juice. Um, so yeah, I need just a little time off. So I'm glad this holiday is coming up and just get some time to chill, relax. Um, I'm happy with my job because uh like we can use our um sick leave for vacation. Oh. So I got like five days. Okay. <laughs> and it use. doesn't roll over. No, it doesn't roll over. So it's use use it. yeah, or lose it. Yeah. So um I'm happy about that. So I got like a week coming up um in December off um the last week of the year so okay that's nice I know I'm excited about that okay so yeah something to look forward to I know right (laughs) (laughs) but anyway guys we're gonna jump right on in this and get to the industry rundown um I have some interesting um things that have happened or that I read about um so one thing in particular so um with Netflix. Okay, so Netflix hosts every year an event called Hack Day, right? Mm-hmm. And so during this event, employees have the chance to take a break from their everyday work 
and collaborate with new people and experiment with new technologies and come up with new product ideas, right? Just one day. Just one day. Uh huh. Okay. I've seen this through other companies that have done this also. So they'll have like a hackathon day where you just collaborate and come up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's like a specialized team who gets to do this. I don't know whether it's company wide, but mm-hmm. um, this year's hack day sparked an idea of an eye tracking to navigate your ISO app or their ISO app. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. So this system works by allowing users who have the latest um, face tracking features on their iPhones, and they're hoping that this rolls out on iPads also, to use your eyes as a, con- as a cursor to control what you want to select um, on your iPad for Netflix. So instead of using your finger, you'll be able to control it with your eyeballs. <laughs> Are we serious? Seriously. And if you want to back out, like if there's a, something that you don't. So if you're trying to go forward, you'll just, I guess, engage your eye. Like, oh, make a big that you're interested in. Select what? this one. And if you don't, you stick out your tongue. And it no goes way. Back. No. Yeah. You are telling No. <laughs> you are lying. So, guys, I'm going to post this on our Instagram page at Black and Behind the Scenes. You have to see the prototype. This is hilarious. Like, it is so funny when I saw this. Like, is this something that you would partake in, Brittany? No. It just seems a couple of things. One, extremely lazy. <laughs> that you cannot use your fingers to make mm-hmm. a selection. Yeah. Like, we just don't want to do anything. We don't want to lift not one finger. <laughs> okay, but what I will say is that they said this is no guarantee that they're actually going to release this. It's just something that came up. But they are saying that this could help make it easier for um, people who have limited mobile skills to use Netflix. So I guess um, if someone with special needs cannot use their fingers or hands to be able to... Um, <laughs> Look, I'm just reporting what I read, okay? I guess so. I just... I'm That's how they're bitching this idea. I just feel like there'll be a lot of people sticking their tongues out because how are my eyeballs... What if I'm just browsing, right? And then mm-hmm. you start playing a movie I don't want to play. I'm just browsing. I just want to see... I, I just don't know how your eyeballs are going to be able to control that. I, I mean, I don't have... I, I don't have... You wink... Right and left and maybe like just Ooh, like move your. No. I don't know. I don't know. It's not needed. We don't. But you need know, it. it reminds me so much of um the Batman um film where the Riddler and Joker, where uh when um Jim Carrey was playing the Riddler, and they had those TVs that sucked all the information out of your brain, <laughs> <laughs> and they stole all your information. Like we're like two breaths away from Sweet. having that actually happen. Like a breath seriously. and a half. Because now they're like trying to get your eyeballs and do all that stuff. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is going to collect all your retina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yep. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be in a, in a uh, Netflix database. Mm-hmm. No, pretty I'm much. not here for this. So. Yeah, no. Okay. It's a little too futuristic for us now, Netflix. So you might want to shelf that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need it. Yeah, but I'll, again, guys, I'll have this um, the prototype listed on our Instagram page. So check it out because um, it's hilarious. <laughs> And next up, guys, is that um, apparently Comcast may be debuting um, a set top box for internet-only customers in 2019. Okay? Mm -hmm. 
So, so there's no secret that Comcast has a strong distaste for cord cutters, such as myself. I've always called <laughs> a myself strong that. Distaste. Yeah, a strong, you know, they don't <laughs> like us. Um, but um, they're trying to design hardware around people like myself who are cord cutters who don't want to have cable and want internet only services. So, so according to in according to CNBC. Contacts say that Comcast is playing to playing a stream service set top box for internet only subscribers that will unify Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, YouTube, and other services, right? Um, which is similar to like the Apple TV, I guess, and other um smart TVs that we have out already. Um so yeah, but and then with this um, device you'll have to pay a monthly fee for it so on top of paying for internet you'll have to pay for the box being in your home okay and um they don't know how much they're going to charge you for the box it's going to be a monthly rate um and they said again like this will be ready for um 2019 launch hmm. and i'm not here for it at all it's well stupid. I, i'm kind of confused because so you said it's like Apple TV similar, right? Yeah, so it's a box. So basically, just but you don't pay monthly for Apple TV. No, you don't, and you cannot download any other apps outside of what is already on this box that they're going to give you. Like, okay, so as a consumer, why would I get this and not just get like a Google Chromecast? So I'm assuming this is for people who don't have a smart TV, right? Because I have a smart TV, and so all these apps I can just right. download them straight on my exactly. TV. Exactly. I also have a Chromecast. Mm-hmm. So what makes Comcast think that I can't just get a Fire yeah. Stick or a Roku or a Chromecast and get these same apps? Because you're not offering me a a, a subscription for each no, of these services. I still have to pay for my individual <laughs> services, and I gotta pay it on top of that for a box. Yeah, no, ma'am, much. Pam. I yep. don't think so. Pam I agree. Pans. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that box better be $5 a month. Even $5 a month is not even worth it. Again, like a Chromecast is literally $30. Yeah, one-time one fee. One-time yep. fee. One-time fee. Yep, because I have one. Yep. One-time fee, and you're going to charge people $5 a month. Y'all just trying to cut, get some Yeah, points I mean. Any way that y'all can, and this ain't it. Pretty much, they're behind They're behind the times. They, they're coming out, but it's a little too late. Had they came up with this uh, five or six years ago, maybe that would have been innovative and something new. But again, they came out too late. This is not something I feel is going to be marketable and that anyone will want on the consumer market because you have cheaper options out there. Why? For what, what reason? They will do better with having... Um, their own app and then charging people to watch shows. And I'm saying that because mm-hmm. I, I watch This Is Us, right? Yeah. And so I missed an episode. For some reason, my DVR did not record an episode. So I was like, okay, that's no problem. I'm going to just go on demand. No, they don't have full episodes on on demand. They only have snippets. That makes sense highlights. because they have it on Hulu. That's why. Full episodes. That's why. <laughs> That's how I watch it. Yep. So they already have a deal, and, and these companies are already like they have. Um, they partner with um Hulu to have all their content go straight to them anyway. So it's not going to be on, on demand. Oh well, then miss me with the box. Content. Yeah. So I mean, and like you said, you can go to ABC probably download their app and pay a subscription and get all the episodes right. that you want. And so it, it's kind of they are trying to insert themselves into the conversation when they really don't need to be there. 
So that's kind of what this is. It's kind of cutting out the middleman, going straight to the consumers. And I think that's what they're trying to do. And they can't insert themselves. And so they're upset. Okay. They're losing money. Try again. Again. Yeah, pretty much. Next idea. Exactly. What else? All right. So the last story, guys. Um, It's kind of big. And it's great. And it's sad at the same time. But I'll tell you why I feel that this is a sad story in a sense. But according to um, Deadline, Amanda Seals will be making her own um, HBO debut next year. Hmm, that's, um, that's exciting news. It so is exciting why news. is it sad? I'll tell you why in a second, okay? So this special is called I Be Knowing. It's written by um, Amanda, <laughs> directed by Stan Lathan, everyone that's Sanaa Lathan's father, who has done a lot with um, Def Comedy Jam with yep. HBO. So mm-hmm. he probably has like a director's deal with them and a production deal, etc. Um, and this will also be produced by Jesse Collins Entertainment. And his entertainment company has done live events for BET Awards, Hip Hop mm-hmm. Awards, mm-hmm. BET Honors, Black Girls Rock, etc. Yeah. So it's it's a well rounded group of talented people that she has behind her doing this special. So I know it's going to come out amazing. Okay. And Amanda is great. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a one hour special that will be taped in New York City at the Edison Ballroom in Manhattan on November twenty fifth. Oh, wow. Like this November? Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Like next week. Yep. Okay. So it's not going to air until next year, probably on Black History Month. And within that time, this is what HBO does, y'all. We oh, just... I was about to say, no, they strong as hell for that. I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, I, I'm oh, assuming okay, okay, that okay. it's going to, and I'm going to tell <laughs> you why. No shade to HBO, but guys, from this, what I pulled, and I may be incorrect, but from what I was searching online, the only other black women who have had HBO specials have been Wanda Sykes. And her special was called I'ma Be Me that aired in 2009. And then Two Dope Queens, which was a comedy special for a month that premiered in February. So that's it. Those not are the only two. Whoopi? Not that from what I saw. I think Whoopi was with Billy Crystal and uh, Robin Williams. I don't think she was by herself. All I saw was like Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle and a lot of black male comedians have had specials, but um, I didn't see some more. I didn't see... Um... Girl, so... <laughs> no! no. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I love some more. No tea, no shade. But a some more and a... Um... Okay. Okay. <laughs> go with me. Go with me. Here. Okay. Me. All right, let's see. The men who have had comedy specials, the mm-hmm. black men who have had comedy specials mm-hmm. on um, HBO has mm-hmm. had a crossover audience. Okay. Okay. Something that's going to appeal to multiple races. Okay. A Samore is not a crossover comedian. No. Two dope queens. Oh no, I, they ain't appealing to me. No, they're not. <laughs> they're crossover. They are because they appeal to a certain audience. I, Amanda Seals is some, she's, a she's, crossover. She, is she a crossover? I think so. She's and very controversial. Take, she has she a lot is. of stuff that she, you know, yeah. She love is. her, love her work, but I, she ain't no some more comedian. No, absolutely not. Okay. She yeah. and I, I'm excited about her special because it's going to be funny and it's going to be very smart, just like her probably her stand up, um, her show, um, what smart, funny, and black. Yeah, I wanted to go in there. I wanted here. to go too, mm-hmm. but this tickets were freaking sold out. Yeah. So hopefully next time she comes, I'll be able to go. But 
Um, I'm excited to see what she's going to do. Maybe I can get tickets to go to New York on the 25th. We'll okay, see. Well, you better look into it. You, you, you <laughs> I might have to be in New York for the show. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Amanda. Yeah, congratulations, cool. Amanda. That is really dope. Um, we're, we're proud of you and keep doing amazing things. And like I said, it's kind of sad that there was only two other black women who have had specials with HBO from when I saw. If I'm wrong, guys, please correct me. But that's just what I saw online. You're probably right. Yeah. But how many women, other women, do we know that? Oh, yeah. There ton- I mean... Tons of other women. Yeah, tons of other women. Yeah, okay. definitely. Well... Actually, Amy Schumer had a freaking Live at the Apollo show that taped for yeah. HBO. You knew about that? Yeah. I said, what? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I knew confused. about that. No, I didn't follow her. So when I was looking, I was like, really? At the Apollo? Amy Schumer? So in summation... HBO is that's what we need you to do is get that deal with some more. <laughs> we need a comedy special with some more. Some more. Who else? I like um the other chick. I forgot her name. Shut up, Brittany. <laughs> get on that HBO is that. What about Monique? I like Monique too. You know she blackballed. Yeah, she is blackballed from every fucking thing. Um, <laughs> okay, well, anything else from the industry uh, rundown? No, guys, that is it. I right. have industry rundown. All right, well, cool. Yeah. All right, you guys, so it's time for the spotlight. Spotlight. And so this week's spotlight is not on one particular person, but a program. And the program is called Dream Chasers. It's a 501c3 nonprofit um, that's an all-expense pay program designed to develop emerging talent and launch careers for those who aspire to have a career in the entertainment industry. Oh, cool. Um, So it's for anyone... um, they say in um, underserved communities, anyone mm-hmm. 18 and up can apply to be to the program. They host workshops um, centered around hands-on training, career development, self-improvement and empowerment, oh, health and cool. fitness, financial planning and career investment. And um, they're all about empowering the next generation of diversity or yeah, diversity leaders in the mm. entertainment industry. Okay. Um, and they have a pretty well-rounded um, board of execs. Um, you remember maybe that was last week's episode we talked about Michelle Sneed, who's the um, EVP over there at Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah, she's on the board. Nice. Um, their founder has had an extensive career as a TV host, a model. Um. So they have a lot of connections from their board okay, um, very members cool. in general. Um, and they are going to accept applicants for their spring 2019 program. It's in Hollywood, California. Um, like I said, it's all expense paid program. Oh, nice. I'm not sure about the length of time or how that all works. But if you are interested, then you should go to www dot dreamchasersinc dot org. Very cool. Oh, yeah. very very cool. Nice. So that's my spotlight for the week. Sweet. All right. Thanks for the spotlight, Brittany, and we'll be back. All right. <laughs>
right, guys, we are back, and it's time for spoiler alert. Um, except we don't have a spoiler for this week. <laughs> so the joke's on you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a spoiler. I mean, we're not we're not spoiling a movie or no, a program or we're not. anything like that. We're spoiling some um, some information, and we're also uh, future telling predicting yes that's what we're going to do for this segment um very interesting something controversial that recently happened with the movie um that's set to come out um this week yeah um yeah when this episode drops that third the 16th yes so um actor vigo mortensen made headlines recently after he dropped the n-word um during a panel discussion um, if you guys don't know, Mortison is co-starring next to Mahershala Ali in the new movie Green Book, which is based off um, the life of a jazz musician, pianist, um, Don Shirley. It's set to be released, like I said, um, this week. Um, the incident occurred after the screening of the movie in L.A. And according to Variety, Mortison was discussing generational use of hate speech. And during this time, he stated how the N-word is an example of speech that is no longer common in conversations. So, so yeah, so that's what he did. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what you thinking? Um, so I'm thinking he fucked up the promo for this, um, this little run they're doing for this movie. He you really think did. so? Absol- absolutely. It hasn't, this, <clears throat> this topic hasn't, been headline news as of yet but I think as they're doing more and more promo for this movie it's going to become more of a topic of conversation versus the actual movie itself okay let me tell you why I I slightly disagree with that okay okay because this movie has been generating a lot of Oscar buzz okay Hmm. it has been generating a lot of Oscar buzz it has mm-hmm. already won an independent film festival I think the Toronto Independent Film Festival already mm-hmm. won an award there and on top of that all of these guys co-stars including Mahershala mm-hmm. have come out in support he, they have or have come out and said yeah he said this but he didn't mean it in that way Right. Um. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. None of them took offense to them. He they to, didn't to what he said. They didn't. He apologized. He and did like apologize. He said, he, what he was trying, his point he was trying to make, it just wasn't a good point. Now, yeah. had he said it in an offensive way, you know, then that would have been a different thing. But he was trying to say that you know some hate words because this is a period piece, right? It is a period word. Piece. Yes, okay. He was trying. Yeah. So the n word. Was, was a used, much stronger right during that period right use word nigger right with the er right so I think he was trying to make the the, the <laughs> that's a real foot and mouth kind of thing though. it is I mean, though I can only imagine like being on that panel and him saying it and like the reaction because they a dick shorts <laughs> of Schultz was the one who tweeted this out this is how it got out actually someone tweeted this who was actually at the event. Um, he tweeted, was at a screening for Green Book. The movie is amazing, but the Q&A after with um, Vigo Mortensen dropped the N-word and the oxygen immediately left the room. Hashtag movies. 
<laughs> well, okay, so and see, this is why another reason why I don't think this is going to affect the movie or the box office because there's no audio of it. We have not seen video That's of true. it. That's we true. only have what was said at this point, and like I said, unless everyone, it was all destroyed. What? That's true. Because what? When are they not recording stuff? But continue. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, that is that. So is I agree possible. with you, and that may be why I haven't seen a lot of headlines talking about this. Nor black publications have not picked this up because it may be Oscar buzzworthy, and I think you're it absolutely is, right. It is. It, I don't it's probably think it's why. gonna affect them. So the director Peter Farley, um, which I was um, excited to see that he's directing this movie. He said that. Um, you know, he's just not that guy. He's a beautiful human being. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a good-hearted person who's trying to make a nice point, and it came out horribly wrong. And yeah. he apologized immediately after, and he knew what he had done. So I think every everyone, the cast and the crew, are going along with this sentiment that they know this guy, and he did not mean it maliciously. I agree, so, but and I'm also th- I'm playing devil's advocate here is that they have to. They're currently well, in the press do. run for this movie. And this is like one of the first screens that they had in Los Angeles and that that is something that happened. But the only reason why I'm taking this as a true thing is because if Mahershala, I felt like if Mahershala felt offended about about it, he would have definitely spoken up about it and said something. No, I don't think so. I think so. I think he's that dude to say something. Okay, I think he is that dude, but also you have to think about what's riding on this right now. Like you said, it is an Oscar buzzing worthy film right now. So he's not going to rock the boat and say mm. something going against the grain of this movie and they have so much money invested in it and they're planning on getting that return. I just feel that it's it's more so of a front of we have to promote this movie regardless of what just happened. And I do agree he probably, you know, you know, felt remorse about it and didn't honestly feel that way about saying it. But I'm just saying that they have to stand behind this man because they're promoting this movie. Period. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I don't. I don't agree. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's quite interesting, and I'm pretty sure he feels horrible about it. Absolutely. But I mean, as far as hurting them, as far as box office numbers, as far as Oscar buzz, I don't think this is going to hit them in that way. I just thought it was kind of interesting just because of the time, the period that we live in. We live in such a PC world nowadays and everybody is so sensitive about everything and, and things you know, like that. That's the only reason why I thought that it would go, it would be bigger than what it's apparently becoming. Like it's not, again, like I said, I don't see anybody else really talking about this. Well, yeah. And you know this guy, he's also um, not an American. So what do you know about that word? I think he only knows about what he sees on TV. Like I said, he was only trying to make a point. <laughs> between <laughs> No, he was only trying to make a point between the nigger and the nigga. Look, look, I, I want to hear it. No, like, no, no. I got to hear this. It reminds me of, you remember, oh my gosh, this is so long ago. When the teacher uh, had gotten in trouble for using, talking to a student and saying nigga. And he had, he was like, I didn't say E-R, nigger. It was that the boondocks? Maybe, yeah, even the parody of it. Yeah, can, you, can you lend a nigga a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that. <laughs> Me of that whole situation because he didn't mean it with the ER mix. 
he meant it as in, can you lend a nigga a pencil? Let me tell you something what Mahershala said, okay? Let me tell you something. He said verbatim, the use of the word by those who are not black is not up for debate. You know better. Do better. You could have bleeped yourself something. Like, I just find it, I just find it ironic and funny that this, this happened during their press run of this movie. That's all. I just find it ironic. Well, yeah, I wish I would have <laughs> would have known really the entire comment that he said. I wish there was yeah, they didn't give us audio exactly of the question and the uh, and the audio. Yeah, because I actually I think the question was geared to um, Mahershala, and he responded also to I guess add on to the rest of his answer, and then that's when it kind of came out. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what kind of what in what context he used it. So well, I, I, curious. I think I think it'll be all right. I think they'll be all right, and. Um, Green Book will maybe perhaps get Mahershala an Oscar. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah. I can see that. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but I do plan to see the movie. Uh, yeah, this out. is like a big, because I mean, only reason why I'm thinking like that because of with Moonlight that he did last year and um, the, the, the Oscar where they won. Um, and him being a part of that and then him being tied to another Oscar buzzworthy film, as you mentioned, it's possible. It's possible. Because he's like a Hollywood star now. He's Hollywood now. So, I mean, he's a part of the, the game. Yeah. Yeah. The in crowd. So, we'll see. Are you excited about seeing the movie? Excited? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what I'm excited. I'm... I guess I'm interested. Um, what has you intrigued to go see the movie? You know what? To be honest with you, if I didn't have to review, review things for you all, girl, girl spoiler alert for Black and Behind the Scenes, <laughs> I probably would not go to the box office to go see this. Now, would I definitely get Watch it on Redbox or something? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And honestly, the only promo that I've seen for this movie is when I was in the movie theater watching other movies and then I kept getting this movie shoved down my throat. Um, <laughs> every preview or every little whatever promo that they had in the movie theater. I went for The Hate You Give and for Nobody's Fool. It was just like, and for yes. the other one that yes. we saw, mm-hmm. the Kevin Hart movie. So yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's where I kept seeing it. And I have not that's seen true. anything on social media. Um, the only other time I've seen the promo for it is just recently with him coming out. That's why I said him saying the N-word and that being out. A story headline is that I haven't seen any other promo besides that oh, well, controversy. I've seen commercials. Well, I've, yeah. yeah, I've seen trailers of the commercials. So. Well, they're not promoting it heavily online. I will say that because I'm an online, online girl. Mm-hmm. So Instagram, YouTube, um, Hulu, um, I don't see any, any promo for it. Well, well, I'm wondering because this originally I thought this movie was supposed to come out Thanksgiving and it's coming out this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering yeah. what was the reason for the push up? Maybe I don't know because Widows come out the, comes out the same day, so I don't know why they would do that to compete with that movie. I'm wondering what else is um, coming out Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, let's see if we can find what else is coming out Thanksgiving because um, I know Creed Two is. It's maybe because they didn't want to compete with Creed Two and their numbers and that. Well, I feel like that's two different audiences. I don't know. No, girl. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because this is like a black, you know, movie. I guess or what? Uh, maybe they're trying to be universal with it, but this is considered a black movie. I don't think. I mean, it's about a black a- man who's a you know pan, um, a oh. musician who is traveling down south because you know. I would say the only reason why I'm um, a little bit m- more mildly intrigued about it is because it's based. Off a true story. Absolutely. And so, I've never heard the story before. And yeah. me personally, I would have rather the movie be centered around Mahershala's character, the main character, versus about him and his driver. I would probably love to see more about the musician himself and his family, his upbringing. More so of a biopic in a sense versus what they're trying to do. Because in my opinion, it feels like it's more of a white savior movie in a sense again. Kind of like with the help. I'm hoping it's not going to be like that, but... That's the vibes that I get with this. Mm, well, I'm not getting that vibe, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm curious to see how this is going to turn out. So I guess anything that comes out in the um oh Robin week, Hood is that coming out on Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's maybe they don't want to compete with that one because that's going to be huge. I never even heard of this. No, no. I mean, I'm not interested oh. in going to go see it, but yeah, that I think that's going to be huge. Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, that's a that's the kid kitty one that's coming out. Um, Green two. Then you got C. And Green Book. I'm thinking maybe any movie that comes out the favorite. Yeah, ain't nobody going. I don't know about all that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think any movie that maybe comes out the week before Thanksgiving and then. Thanksgiving actual week is considered a Thanksgiving week. So what? Know. So what numbers do you think this movie? Do you think this movie is going to do better than Widows or Creed? Well, I don't think they're going to do better than Creed. But do you think they're going to make their profit back within the first week um, of opening? Or you think it's going to take some time to build? What are your um? What What is that um? What do you call that? I don't know. Your um. Damn, I've been on science class for so long. Hypothesis. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm telling you, I think with that conch, I think just with that alone, if 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 this picks up steam this week, even further. And I don't think it had. I don't think. I don't think so either. Because this this came out. What when did this come out? Like last week, and no one's really talking. Again, no one except for me. Because of course, I find. like this like oh we gotta talk about this this is horrible <laughs> yeah no i don't think people care i don't um, think they care i'm so shocked i'm surprised because people like to nitpick everything so i'm shocked that people aren't like digging into this story but then again if they haven't even heard about the movie green book then they wouldn't even know about this i think it'll do well and we'll see so um next week mm-hmm. then i will be doing a spoiler alert review on green book and i'll let you guys know yeah um, yeah we're going if to you see should it. go send your coins out to support um can you lend a nigga a pencil you know what <laughs>
will be off next week for the um, Thanksgiving break holiday. So we want you guys to have a wonderful holiday and spend time with your family and loved ones and have a safe, um, if you're traveling, make it to your destination and back home safely. Um, Any other? Yeah, no, just have a happy Thanksgiving, a blessed Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to go see any movies during a holiday break, Mm -hmm. Let us know what you thought about them. Let let us know what you think about Green Book or yeah. Widow, The Creed, or any of the other great movies that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. You can always hit us up on our social media platforms at mm-hmm. Black and Behind the Scenes, or you can email us at um, Black and Behind the Scenes at gmail.com. Yeah, <laughs> and let us know what you Brain thought part. about. No worries. Let us know what you thought about Creed, um, Green Book, Widows with um, Viola Davis. It's going to be a lot of stuff coming out, guys. So, um, go to the movies, have a couple cocktails, um, sit back and relax, and um, yeah, enjoy. Happy enjoy. holidays. Happy well, holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, we'll see you next time. All right, All bye. right bye.